you know, you pick the friends that you want to hang out with. You pick the people you're having fun with. The pick, you pick the people you've got the same interests in. And then sometimes we slip into this world as we get older where we just settle and we just become almost oblivious to the environment that we put ourselves in or that we feel powerless. A very easy way to look at it is, are they a drainer or are they a radiator? You have to remember you are at the center of that decision and you are at the center of that choice. You are the driver of your life. You are the driver of your business. You are the driver in your relationships, anything that comes into this. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to the HEW Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lauren Brady. And I am your solo host for this episode today. Um, I hope everyone is well, no matter where you're listening in the world or what time of day you are at. So the conversation that I wanted to get into today is all around your circle of influence. Um, Also often called, you know, where we become the product of our environment. Um, And, you know, it's a staple topic and conversation around the area of personal development and business. And the reason that topics like this become so important and become so so spoken about um, really is because they have such an impact and are so important. And this is something for myself that I personally, I suppose I've always been aware of, even, even as I start having this conversation here today, I think all of us at some point have heard this theory and have heard this topic. But for me, it was something that I became mega aware of when I was doing my own coaching and doing my own development a couple of years ago, probably because I started to have a look at myself, at my own values, about my goals, my intentions, and really started to see how this was impacted and how it was affected positively and negatively uh, by the environment that I placed myself in. I suppose the reason I wanted to have this conversation today is because in the UK where I am, we are just coming out of lockdown. You know, the restrictions have been gently lifting for the past three, four, five weeks. But it's almost now as if the last couple of months, there's been a a big change and a big turn in everyone's attitude and actions in terms of the environment that they're in. So, you know, obviously, if you spoke to us all in January, February, you know, we really didn't have a clue what was coming. You know, we we knew that the virus was in other parts of the world. But uh, I think I, I can only speak from my own experience. Um, we were very unaware of how it was going to affect us day to day. So then we all went into lockdown and all of a sudden our environment was really impacted. You know, we were in our homes. We weren't in our places of business. We weren't able to see people face to face. And the level of confusion and fear and gosh, so many other emotions that came in, we all really started to see and feel the effect of the change in environment. So for me, I wanted to start with why, you know, the being a product of your environment, you know, is obviously impacting all of us, you know, from the very basics of any seeds that you plant, any, you know, fruit, vegetables, flowers that we want to grow. We all know the basics, right? You know, the soil that they they go in, the water that they, um, that they need, the nutrients that they require, the sunlight that they require, 
they all become a product of their environment. I think it's something that becomes really obvious to see when you look at children. So if anyone on you know, listening here as a parent, you know, I remember very clearly, you know, my parents always saying to me, you know, when it came to the friendship circle that you had, you know, you want your children to be around, you know, well-behaved children. <laughs> you want them to be around people who've got good manners, who've got good intentions, who, you know, who play nicely, you know, in the most basic form. You, when you look at your children, you know, there's that saying, you don't want them to get in with a bad crowd. You want them to be around other children who are going to have a good influence and who they're going to be a good influence on too. And then you think about us as adults. And if you think about yourself as an entrepreneur or as a business leader or whatever title you currently hold, how impacted are we by the people and by the situations and by the environment around us? And I know I can speak from my own personal experience. This is something I think as we get older, we just take for granted. You know, we're around the friends that we grew up with. We're around our family members. We're around our partners. We're around our colleagues, our boss, our our clients, our investors, whoever it may be. And, you know, I think, again, as a child, if, you, if, if I can put myself back, you know, you pick the friends that you want to hang out with. You pick the people you're having fun with. The, you pick the people you've got the same interests in. And then sometimes we slip into this world as we get older where we just settle and we just become almost oblivious to the environment that we put ourselves in or that we feel powerless. So the first thing I'm going to sort of talk about and explain is the five people who you have the most contact with and that, that you have spend the most time with in real life or online, looking at how they influence you. So this was a task that I remember doing maybe two or three years ago and actually writing down my circle of people and this was something for me at the time. I worked remotely from the team that I managed. I'm based in, in Manchester in the UK. My team were based in Ireland, in Belgium, in Holland. Um, and then even in the UK, they were based in London. And I was based in Manchester. So I was had to become quite aware of who I spent time with on the phone, who I spent time with online, whether that be, you know, communication through Messenger, WhatsApp, whether it be, um, you know, online conference calls, you know, and then also on my social media feed and actually having a look at it and go, the five people that I spend the most time with and give my most attention to, that the chances are, and there's lots of science and lots of you know data that backs this up, we become the sum of those five people. So to give you an example, when it comes to my health, you know, I'm very focused on the fact that I want to stay healthy, not just from um, a vanity or an aesthetics point of view. If you spoke to Lauren in her 20s, <laughs> you know, that was very much the goal and that was the focus around it. But, you know, I want to have energy. I want to have my health. I want to have, you know, I, I want to be able to, you know, have all the things at my disposal, whether it be, you know, the nutrients that I need to eat, the water that I need to take in, you know, the exercise that I need to do. And, you know, there's, if, if you look around at the people who you put yourself in the company of, are they people who are also focused on their fitness? Are they people who focus on eating good food? Um, even right down to the fact that do you spend time or even an environment with people that prioritize having good rest, having good sleep versus maybe when I think back to the people who were in my environment five, 10 years ago, you know, it didn't bother us what we ate. It didn't bother us, you know, what substances, whether we were drinking alcohol or whether we were, you know, any other thing that was in our environment. So looking at your health and thinking, am I around people who are also focused on being healthy, having energy and looking after their health long term? Looking at your mindset, the people in my environment, are they positive? 
Are they people who complain a lot? Are they quite negative? Do they have a downcast outlook on, you know, life, on business, on what's available? Are they thinking big? You know, this was something I, I credit a lot of my early success in my self-employed career to the fact that I was around lots of other people who were super ambitious. I was around lots of other people who, you know, it was normal to work hard. Nobody gave us a, you know, a pity party about working hard. It was kind of like, yeah, you work hard. That's brilliant. Well done. But it meant that the, in terms of their entrepreneurial mindset, in terms of people who were driven, who wanted success, you know, they were actually we were all thinking around the same things. We wanted to create something big. We wanted more. We wanted to create income. We wanted to create opportunity. We wanted to pass on that opportunity. But there was lots of positivity and there was lots of people who who were in that same mind mindset and in that same space. Versus do I look at sometimes when I when I speak to people the environment that they're in, they're around a lot of people who don't want to take risks. And I'm not talking extraordinary crazy risks here, but I mean, you know, think small. Don't step out of your lane, you know, do what everybody else is doing. You know, I wouldn't look at taking that risk because, you know, what if it went wrong? Right down to the other end of it, if you're around people who worry a lot, you know, I'm going to talk about my own experience and how I've audited my circle of influence over the last few years. Um, but, you know, if you are around lots of people who are incredibly anxious, who, you know, who focus on all the things that could go wrong, how does that affect your mindset and how does that affect your thinking? And again, right down to the third pillar of HEW, which is wealth. You know, this is something that I think so many people, when we've had lots of conversations over the last eight, 10 weeks around, uh, around, around wealth, around money, around our mindset, we do not give credit to how much other people influence our money. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the income that we make, but I'm really talking about what we what we put out, what we spend, what we invest, what we waste. You know, are you around people who focus on spending? Do you talk about saving? Do you talk about investing? You know, this idea of keeping up with the Joneses, you know, this was something that I think a lot of people, you know, we know the theory behind it. But are we realize that we're in that churn? Are we buying certain cars? Are we buying certain houses? Are we buying clothes? Are we buying gadgets? Are we doing all of these things in terms of our money because the people around us are doing it so it seems normalized and we're doing it too? So what I want to be clear is that I'm not saying here is I, I see this banded around a lot, especially online. Um, people talk about their circle of influence and they talk about being the product of their environment. And the next thing that they say is, so eliminate toxic people, you know, eliminate people who are not on your wavelength, eliminate people who are not on your vibe. And I'm going to come out and say that is absolutely not what I'm saying, because you know, there's people who I love, there's people who I have a huge amount of respect for, uh, and people that who I like a lot. But what I have to realize is that we're on different paths, and we want different things, and we've got different vibes about what we're doing. And just because somebody isn't wanting the same things as you, or doesn't have the same goals, or doesn't have the same values, you know, for example, I really value getting up early, so I can get ahead of my day. I really value, um, you know, going to the gym, working out, getting outdoors. These are things that are important to me. But just because they're not important to someone else doesn't mean they're toxic. I, to be honest, I think that's pure bullshit. And I think it's really dramatic <laughs> when people are like, you know, if they're, you know, if they're not supporting you, if they're not in your vibe, then cut them out. I'm like, no, no, no. If they're on a different path and a different vibe, that's cool. You do you, let them do them. But what I have to understand is that it's not about cutting them out. It's just about monitoring how much of an influence they have on my life and my mindset and my actions and maybe limiting it so that they you know that doesn't creep in to you know all my 
on my actions and on my ways of doing things because we are on different paths. So the first couple of tips I want to give is look at who you give your time and attention to. It's a really simple one, but it can be easily overlooked. Actually look, and when I did this, I actually wrote a list down of the people that I spend the most time with. And as I said, I work remotely. So it wasn't a case of I was sat next to them. It wasn't a case that I was choosing, you know, to go for a coffee or to go on a social outing. I had to look at who I spent the most time communicating with. And then I also looked at who I spent the most time observing. And this is a key one online. It's such an easy trap to fall into are you looking at certain accounts on instagram or facebook are you following certain companies or businesses on linkedin are you spending certain amounts of time on certain news websites or forums or anything like that because that is your circle of influence that is the environment that you can and will become a product of and a very easy way to look at it is do you are they a drainer or are they a radiator so again, this is nothing um, uh, that's completely new. So I'm sure to many people listening to this podcast, but I always um, remember this one because it makes such logic sense to me is that if someone drains my energy, if someone drains my time, if I leave that meeting or that interaction or, you know, that time that I've spent with them online and I feel less energized, I feel low about my intentions, about my attitude, about my work ethic, any of those things, then I put that in the drain column. Versus when I feel radiated, you know, there's certain people who I do business with, there's certain friends that I have, there's certain people who I follow online, maybe I listen to their podcasts, maybe I listen to um, their stories or their posts on their social media feeds. And as soon as I consume any of their content or as soon as I spend time with them, I can just feel like my smile widening, I can feel my energy coming up. I feel like, yeah, come on, we can do this. And I feel like I've got that drive to, to do the best of you know, what I want it is what it is that I want to do. And they're the people who I look at as radiators. So first things first is look at who you give your time and attention to. Next thing is actually audit that list or audit that environment. And the difference here between looking at whether they're a drain or a radiator is look at them and just and, and think to yourself, is that am I actually spending a bit too much time with that person or with that company or with that environment? Um, and then you have to look at it and go, do I want to move towards more time with that person or less time with that person? The third thing here is being clear on what you want. Being clear on what it is that you're looking to achieve, whether it be this day, this week, this month, this year, this lifetime. OK, and when you are clear on that, then you will know what environment you need to be in to achieve it. So again, I'm going to use this example of, you know, being your health, being your priority or your health, um, you know, being the concern that we want to have a good influence on. You know, again, when I say the product of the five people that you spend the most time with, this may be a bit controversial. And it, it may sound more judgmental than I intended to. But when you look at a group of people, let's say a group of friends, the chances are that you are going to have a quite similar build as in, if you are going to have a, a group of people who you spend a considerable amount of time with, then it means that you probably have similar food choices. It means that you have similar activity levels. It, seem, it, may, it may be that you have a similar outlook in terms of the way that you move your body or how you exercise. And it's often very clear when you meet people that they do have a similar outlook and a similar attitude towards their health. So 
it, for me, you know, this was something four or five years ago that just became part of who I was and it's just who of my life. It wasn't that I was trying to lose weight for an event or for a holiday or anything like that. I just wanted to be healthier. I wanted to invest in my health. I wanted to take care of my health and I wanted it to be a long-term commitment. So I, you know, I am part of a fantastic gym community where, you know, we work hard when we're in the gym and um, we don't do anything silly in terms of our nutrition. We eat sensibly, we eat well. Um, and when I spend time with people in that community and in that environment, I know I'm on the same path and I get ideas and I get good energy from all of the things that we want to do and create in that circle. So being clear on what it is you want and then actually putting yourself in that environment with other people who are on the same goal. Okay, the next thing here is limiting time and limiting influence of people who are on a different you know, vibe or on a different path to what you want to do. So I'll, again, stay with the health example. I have people in my life who I absolutely, they're so important to me. They are long-term friends. Maybe they're family members and maybe their health isn't the most important thing. Maybe for them, you know, drinking of a weekend is their priority. Maybe for them, uh, eating certain foods or, you know, not taking certain activity uh, that's just not in their goal right now or it's not important to them. And it's, again, I go back to that idea of it's not about cutting people out or saying they're right and I'm wrong or vice versa or anything like that. But I've just got to be aware that I've got to limit the time and not just limit the time, but limit the influence. So if they're saying to me, Lauren, you know, did you know that we can go to this burger place and it's loaded with cheese fries and, you know, it's, um, you know, drink all you can Coca-Cola or, you know, some, you know, let's have a movie day and, you know, let's, you know, not move off our sofa for 12 hours. On a certain day of a certain week of a certain month, I'm like, boom, I mean, that sounds awesome. Load me up with those fries, load me up with the duvet day and the, and the movie marathon. But if I did that every single weekend, or if I did that on a really regular basis, that would take away from my goals. That would take away from my intention and what it is I want to achieve. So I just have to be aware that I limit my time and I limit my influence. Okay, and the next step on this is building people into your circle of influence that will help you towards the goal and the intention that you set. So looking at it and going, am I connecting with friends maybe that I haven't connected with in a long time who I know have got more influence in the same area as I want to move towards? Choosing the colleagues who'll push you. So if you're in an employed environment, you know, something I remember hearing very early on when I was uh, in the sales environment is misery loves company. So when we're in a place where we don't want to push ourselves or where we don't want to be achieving more, we can find those people. And the other people who are, you know, let's have a little bit of a negative Nancy moment. Let's have a little bit of a session where we talk about everything that's wrong and talk about how life isn't fair and, you know, nothing good comes our way. We'll find those people. And especially when you are in a team, whether it be, uh, you know, you're the leader of that team or whether you're, you know, just on a, a peer to peer level with your co-workers, look at the influences you choose of the people to be around and um, same thing in terms of your network you know are you looking at people who are looking for solutions are you looking at people who are driving forward who are wanting more um, or seeking new people to spend time with online you know this was something that became so prominent during the lockdown period is that you know we couldn't socialize we couldn't network we couldn't meet people meet people face to face and for many myself included I'm not rushing back out into that world I'm taking it slowly and I'm looking at my own boundaries and where I feel comfortable doing that but it's making sure that you actually build people into your life who are going to be a source of influence and they're going to start to create the environment that you want to become a product of so it's a really simple concept but with your circle of influence, it's really auditing it. 
It's really making sure that you're aware of who you're giving your time, your attention and your energy to, and then realigning it with that. Is it my goal? Is it my intention? Am I in sync with the values that I've set and that I want to go forward and create? Here at HEW, we talk about you first every single day. We talk about it with every client in every workshop, every one-on-one session. And when we talk about you first, it can sometimes be misinterpreted for, you know, you are the only importance or, you know, maybe interpreted as being selfish. And it couldn't be further from that. But if you want to control the environment, you have to remember you are at the center of that decision and you are at the center of that choice. You are the driver of your life. You are the driver of your business. You are the driver in your relationships, anything that comes into this. So if you first is is at the forefront of your mind, you first in terms of your environment and your circle of influence. For me, it's been one of the most important things that I've I took a hold of. It's one of the most important things that have made an impact in the changes that I've made in my life. And I cannot recommend enough. First of all, taking time, A, you to listen to this conversation, which is great, but B, then take the action steps that need to come from there after that. So that's it from me today. I hope that's been of some value and I hope it's been of some help. As always, any feedback you have would be welcome and really appreciated. Uh, Any reviews on any of our uh, podcast review stations, wherever you're listening. And of course, you can find more uh, from myself, Helen, uh, and everything to do with HEW on all of our social channels. So whatever you're doing today, I hope it's a great one. I hope your circle of influence is super positive and that it's moving you forward towards what your goal and where you want to be. Speak to you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.